Welcome to episode 229 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time we are taking a second look at Season 10, Episode 4, Home Again. The original air date was February 8th, 2016. The average IMDb user score is a 7.3 out of 10. And the action is divided between Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. So this episode starts with some very inhumane treatment of homeless people in Philadelphia. The street cleaning has started, and they just turn the high-powered hoses on the street they're meant to clean, whether there are homeless people still there or not. So a lot of them get hit pretty hard. The people in charge are saying, hey, you were warned, you know, with signs up saying there's going to be street cleaning in progress. They tried relocating them to a local hospital, but many of them didn't go. And there is the head of a local school board who is trying to fight on their behalf. Mulder and Scully are called in when one of the people in charge of this relocation is ripped to pieces in his office and his arms are removed. So the arms and head are removed from the corpse. The head is usually left somewhere at the scene in a trash can. In later murders, it's put in the garbage disposal but the arms are dumped into the back of a dumpster because, as the viewers see, the killer comes out of and goes back into these garbage dumpsters as they are moving to the scenes. During the initial investigation, Scully gets a call from her brother Bill. Her mother has had a heart attack and is in a hospital in Washington, D.C. Bill is in Germany and coming back as soon as he can. They don't know how soon that's going to be. And Scully's mother is only asking for Charlie, which is actually reconciling something that appeared to be a continuity error. Early on in the series, Scully mentioned that she had two brothers, but only one of them was present for her father's funeral. Here they establish that Charlie is the other brother, and he is estranged. So while Scully does contribute to this case at times, for the first half, really Mulder is doing the investigation solo, while Scully is with her mother in the hospital. That's not a slight on the character. That's exactly the way things should have been. And eventually, when Scully's mother passes away, then she just says she needs to work now. And she throws everything into the work to try and keep her mind occupied. Although that doesn't work quite as well as she had hoped. Her mind does keep drifting off and she is preoccupied. Eventually, things are traced to a graffiti artist who says that this band-aid-nosed man who is protecting the homeless is just one of his creations. He's a thought manifest. He says he's a tulpa, which Mulder refutes and says wouldn't attack anyone, even though back in season six, there was a tulpa in Arcadia killing people who were not conforming to the homeowner's regulations. And they realize that, yeah, there's only one victim left, they arrive too late to save him, and then Scully and Mulder deal with what may be happening with baby William, who was put up for adoption, and the trash man just vanishes his mission complete. So this does harken back to those early seasons where Glenn Morgan and James Wong were regular writers, so it's not terribly surprising that Glenn Morgan both wrote and directed this episode. He's got writing or co-writing credits on 17 episodes of the X-Files, including Home from Season 4, Never Again from later in Season 4, 
and then Home Again, which he considers something of a Scully trilogy. He does have one more episode still to come in season 11. Now, prior to this, he had directed Willard and Black Christmas. Those are both feature films. Willard was his directorial debut. And this is the first of three episodes of The X-Files that he will eventually direct. Tim Armstrong plays the graffiti artist here. He's got 51 credits in the soundtrack category on the IMDb. Only 14 acting credits. The only one that he has after this episode of The X-Files is now in an episode of The Twilight Zone, which is also produced by Glenn Morgan. That's the 2019-2020 reboot of The Twilight Zone. Daryl Shuttleworth plays Daryl Landry. He's been busy since this episode came out. He's been working in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, and quite a few others right up into and including 2019. That's where things end at the time of this recording in 2020. Peggy Jo Jacobs plays Nancy Huff, who's running that school board. Her most recent IMDb credit is from 2018. Since this X-Files, she's had appearances in Serial, Lore, and Chicago Med. This is Sheila Larkin's final episode of The X-Files. She was very reluctant to do it. She did not want Margaret Skelly to die, and only agreed to come in and shoot it after Chris Carter called her and said, it's The X-Files. Nobody's ever dead forever in The X-Files. Alessandro Giuliani is probably still best known for his work in Battlestar Galactica, although he's also been very prolific since this came out. He has worked in Bates Motel, Ratchet & Clank, Kong, King of the Apes, the TV series. He's continued roles on The 100 and Nexo Lights. He's gotten a role in Littlest Pet Shop, A World of Our Own, Super Dinosaur, Chip and Potato, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and has a lot of work in post-production still coming out now. Chris Shields plays Detective Gross. He's also been very prolific since this came out, with roles also in Bates Motel and The 100, as well as Life Sentence, A Million Little Things, Project Blue Book. He's Dr. Luna in The New Lost in Space, and has a recurring role as the mayor in Batwoman. John DeSantis plays the actual trash man. Since this, he's appeared as Draga in Supergirl. He's come back as Moloch in an episode of Supernatural. His fourth appearance is four different characters in that series. He was the bald man in a series of unfortunate events for Netflix. So he has also been quite busy. Gary Suckon plays the forensic technician. Since the first time we've discussed it, he's also worked on Every Christmas Has a Story, You, Me, Her, Cold Pursuit, and Noel. Sahin Sahel plays Jack Budd. He has gone on to work in Bates Motel, You, Me, Her, Electric Woman and Dinah Girl, and Fifty Shades Freed, as well as The 100. Vina Sood makes her second X-Files appearance here. She previously played Miss Saunders in Shadows back in Season 1. Now she plays Dr. Louise Colquitt. Since we first discussed this episode, she has gone on for work in Lucifer, Downsizing, The Indian Detective, Ghost Wars, Salvation, Sixteen Hudson, My Little Pony, Riverdale, Corner Gas Animated, The Twilight Zone, Nancy Drew, and she has quite a bit in post-production as well, so she is still very busy. Janine Carr plays Nurse Tally. When this first aired, this was only her third IMDb credit. Now she's got 11. She's gone on with roles on Rogue, iZombie, A Million Little Things, and more. 
Seth Whittaker plays Fitzpatrick. He is also continuing on to Arrow, Lucifer, Psych the Movie, The 100, The Good Doctor, The Batwoman, and The Stand, the TV series. And this was Daniel Jacobson's third IMDb credit when we first discussed it. Now he's got eight, also including iZombie, Bates Motel, Unreal, Garbage Man, and Cypher. His most recent credit at the time of this recording is 2017. So all in all, it is entertaining in a Monster of the Week concept. And, of course, with the death of Scully's mother, there is also a pretty significant contribution to the overall mythos. This is the kind of thing that is going to have an impact on Scully in the future. For more on that future, come back in two weeks' time when we discuss Babylon. In the meantime, please remember to go to the website and leave a voicemail saying what the X-Files has meant to you, which can be included in a series wrap-up podcast in April of 2022. Thank you for listening.